are grateful. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your grace. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worship. And so, Father, we ask you to bless us this morning. Bless us abundantly in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to be great in life in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. And I just want to remind you that everyone that is in church today is a VIP. Because that will cost you a lot of money for you to come to church. <laughs> Whether you come by Okada or you are trekking or you come by your own car, you are a VIP to be in church this morning. There is no casual place anymore. Anywhere you go is important. That's why you are there. And if you are important and you are here, I want to greet the next important person around you. I say, you are important. Welcome to this important meeting. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. You know, uh, we have to know that we are important. That's why we are here. And I know that the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. My first reaction to the fuel increase was that of shock. I was very shocked. And uh, I began to think about some things and to pray about some things. And I've started on Wednesday. I said, we are going to get favor in time of famine. May the Lord give you favor in Jesus' name. So, and I discovered also that my wife was also troubled about the fuel increase. She said, ah, this is too much. Oh. This is too much. She bought 20 liters for 10,000 naira. And she said, ah, this is too much. So when I was praying for her, that the Lord will help her. So I wrapped 10,000. I said, my wife, get first subsidy from me. She said, ah, Ushio. I said, you see, I'm not like the president. I can still give first subsidy. Praise the Lord. <laughs> So I now imagine God giving me first subsidy as a father. I pray God will give you first subsidy. Yeah. The woman father is praying, your own subsidy will be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. We need help from above. That's what you have heard. And the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. I know you are also feeling it. Every one of us, you know, when you buy fuel. You just begin to look, ah, is that uh, 5,000? It's not rising. Above, about taking the turning. It's like that. It's like that. But one thing I also did was I said, if I'm going to buy fuel of 500 per liter to my car, my car must be very good. So I decided to upgrade my car. 500 per liter is not a joke, so I must enjoy the ride. I changed the soccer over. Make the car look five. Ah, this car is chopping money, so I must enjoy you. No more management. Make the car look fine so that I know that the car is important. Praise God. And you know, you are also important. This morning, you'll be blessed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Prof said, When they increase the fuel, he said, This is the month of greatness indeed. So all of us must become great. And none of us will be small in the name of Jesus. One of the motto of our church is to raise real champions in life. And champions don't complain. They just move up. Higu will not complain about storm. We just use it to fly. This season, you are going to use it to fly in the name of Jesus. So I'll be preaching on the topic I've tied to anointing for greatness. Maybe you have heard something like that, but this morning it will be different. Genesis chapter 18, verse 17 to 19. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and a mighty nation? And all the nations of the heart shall be blessed in him. For I know him. That will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he has spoken of him. 
the prophecy of greatness will come to pass in your life in Jesus name you will not be small you'll be great in life in Jesus name can you say to yourself I refuse to be small I will be great in the name of Jesus turn to your neighbor say I don't know about you I will not be average I will be great in life very very great and when you see me tomorrow you will know that my prophecy is true if you believe that shout hallelujah genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 3 he called him out and said i'm going to make you a great and mighty nation all the nations of the heart shall be blessed through you anyone that bless you shall be blessed anyone that curse you shall be cursed and i pray this season everyone that blesses you shall be blessed if you are saying amen very well all those who have been blessing you may the lord bless them and anyone that causes you may the lord cause them genesis chapter 26 verse 13 to 14 isaac receiving his same year an hundred fold the lord bless him and the philistine envy him we have come to a season where people must envy us. Okay, turn to your neighbor say, they must envy me. Do you know, it's not easy for you to be envied. If in time of fair crisis, you are riding your car non-stop, you don't exchange it with your car. You are just riding your car. Ah, show me the understanding. Then the people begin to envy you. Say, what are you, how are you doing it? Say, it is the blessing of the Lord. And I pray this season you are going to live an enviable life. I'm also praying for you this morning. Nobody will be qualified to pity you. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will be your shepherd in Jesus' name. What does it mean to become a great person? Number one, you must be knowledgeable or live in a knowledge economy. Knowledge is number one thing that will make you to be great in life knowledge is important and i want to encourage all the teachers here everyone that have knowledge to teach this is your season we are going to the knowledge economy that is the only one that we pay more than any other thing knowledge is important think about whatever you can do to impart knowledge knowledge economy will cause you to be great never you despise there's nothing that you know that is small Everything that you know now is important. You must be willing to impart knowledge. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2. Isaiah chapter 33 verse 6. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13. Put it there. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13. If you are there, let me see it. Multimedia, can you please put it up? Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13. Isaiah 11 2. Knowledge is important to greatness. Knowledge is important. Knowledge, knowledge is very important. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 13. Isaiah chapter 5, verse 13 says, Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they lack knowledge. The people that we suffer more now are the people that lack knowledge. This is the season of knowledge economy. You must be interested in knowing things and teaching people. You must be interested. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2. Put on Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2. Isaiah 11 verse 2. Isaiah 33 verse 6. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. May you receive the spirit of knowledge in the name of Jesus. Amen. Isaiah chapter 33 verse 6. Wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your time. What make you stable and great? The foundation of greatness is knowledge. My father told me something before he died. And I've said it several times. I will never forget it all the days of my life. My father used to follow Awolowo. In the days of the political era, either action group or what they do in those days. And he said that one of the meetings that Awolowo had with them, 
that he told them that there is money in Nigeria, but only those who that go to school they are going to give it to. He says, So go and train your children, let them go to school. In the word of my father, he said, Baba will over to them. Oh, one Nigeria, so going to back we laugh. So Elohimini. See, our Lord did not give us money, but he told us that there is money in Nigeria for those who that go to school. Nigeria is becoming a, a, a country that relies on knowledge. The only thing that will help you to stay above the waters and to live well is to be informed and to be knowledgeable. Knowledge is important. Very important. And selling knowledge can harm you much money than you think. Than selling Gary. I told you a story of a woman that told me how God blessed her with a link to teach English on YouTube. She was employed. She did interview online and she was asked to teach English to Japanese people. They wanted to learn English. Because the world is becoming a global village. And they interview her. They said, we are going to be paying you per hour in dollar. And she told me, Pastor, I won't tell you the amount they are paying per hour in dollar. But please be rest assured, it's not one dollar per hour. I said, okay, continue. She said, she thought it was a small money. But the Japanese people will come online and be wasting our time. They say, no, 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 allow me to talk. He said, talk. The hour is counting. By the time she finished, she has spent five hours. He said, at times in the month, most Nigerians use 3,000 hours. He said, if it is one dollar, multiply it by 3,000. That is 3,000 dollars. You know how to cook. You know how to dance. I've told the Joe, I'm still saying it to her now. Go and establish a dancing school. This is the time that you need knowledge to increase your finances. You know how to teach Yoruba? Like my father, go and start teaching Yoruba online. This is the era of knowledge. You want to be great in life, stick to knowledge. Don't say, hey, what time? What do I know? Even people that make people laugh, they call them comedy people. Do you know they are making a lot of money more than people that think that they are doing business? A lot of them are making a lot of money. Just because they have followers, they are making a lot of money. Just to make people laugh. Anything you know how to do and you can teach it, we sell in this economy. That is where we are going into. In fact, even if you are an electrician, you must be able to teach us in a simple way. How to connect your bulb and join wire. Just teach it. Before you know it, a lot of people will come online. And they will be learning from you. We had a guy that was jumping up and down. Teaching correct drawing those days when we started the church. He came and taught five people. He, we, you invite him. He's a graduate of Lautech. He said, go minister to him. Why are you jumping up and down? Start an online school. He came here to give the testimony. And all of a sudden, people started joining his class everywhere in the world. And he became blessed. And I pray that you not be lacking in Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 19 to 20. The Lord by wisdom and knowledge founded the heart. If God says this is my formula for greatness, you too must follow it. If you read book, you are in trouble now. If you read book, you will suffer. My people suffer for lack of knowledge. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 19 to 20. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 19 to 20. Look at what the Bible says concerning God. The Lord by wisdom had founded the heart. Do you see now? By understanding, he has established the heaven. By his knowledge, the debt are broken up. By his knowledge. So you must be interested in knowledge. If you are going to be great in life, you must be interested in knowledge. The debt are broken up and the cloud drop down rain. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, by knowledge, my rain will fall. Blessing will come upon my life. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 14. Proverbs chapter 15 verse 14. Very quickly, Proverbs chapter 15 verse 14. It's important for you to understand, important for you to grow in knowledge this season. Because this is the time of knowledge. The art of him that understandeth seeketh knowledge. Seeketh knowledge. Anyone that have understanding this season, we know this is the season of knowledge. This is the season of knowledge economy. You must be interested in knowing. And if you have any business around teaching or speaking or imparting knowledge, you are blessed. Can you say I'm blessed? I can't hear you very well. I pray for you this season. You will not be stranded. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 3 and 5. I like Proverbs 24 verse 3 and 5. He said, it is true knowledge that your house will be furnished with pleasant riches. True wisdom is an house builded and by understanding it is established. Verse 4. By knowledge shall thy chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. I know the Bible cannot lie. Your tank will be filled by knowledge. Your tank will be filled by knowledge. You know one beautiful thing about knowledge is that you have it. It's useful for you. Even when you sell it, it's still with you. If you are selling gari, if you finish selling the gari, you cannot hit your cake and have it. You still have the money. But it's not so with knowledge. Knowledge is like a renewable thing. You have it. You sell it. You still have it. And you still sell it again. It depends on how many people you are selling it to. That's why knowledge is important. It is true wisdom that the house will be filled with pleasant and beautiful riches. A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increased strength. A man of knowledge will be moving from glory to glory every day. A man of that's why they are always shining. Knowledge is important. Having knowledge is good, but somebody says that teaching knowledge is better. It will make you fresh. So don't keep what you know. That's what I'm saying. Don't keep what you know. Teach people. Teach people. Whatever you are doing. Even if you are a fashion designer, turn it to a school. This is the time of knowledge economy. And I pray you will not be missing out in the name of Jesus. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12. Maybe we read two more. And we now go to another one. Knowledge is important. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12. For wisdom is a defense. And money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is this. That wisdom or knowledge giveth life to them that have it. Knowledge refreshes. It makes you ever shining, ever glowing. May you not be poor in knowledge in the name of Jesus. This is the time to actually sit down and ask yourself, what is your content? What do you carry inside? This is the time to be sure that you know what you are doing. We are in the season of knowledge. And those people that do not know will be robbed. It is those people that have knowledge that will excel. May you not be a foolish son in the name of Jesus. This is the season of knowledge. And you must know for you to be great. Psalm chapter 19 verse 2. And Proverbs chapter 2 verse 6. We move to another one. Maybe we read Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 4. Very quickly, I'm talking about knowledge this morning. Psalm chapter 19 verse 2. He says, day unto day, God uttereth speech, and night unto night, sweat knowledge. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, even when I'm sleeping, teach me knowledge, and I will have understanding. Speak to me in my dream. Speak to me in the church. I don't want to be a foolish son. Lord, help me to be knowledgeable in Jesus' mighty name. May the Lord give you knowledge that will make you stable and be great in the name of Jesus. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 6. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 6. We are looking for knowledgeable people. In the time of Joseph, they said look for somebody that have understanding. In the time of Daniel, they look for somebody that have quick understanding. 
Even the word is also yearning for a man of knowledge. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Raise your hands to everyone again. Say, Father, you give knowledge. Give me knowledge on how to handle this season. Give me understanding from your word in the name of Jesus. Say amen three times. What are we going to use to buy fuel? Knowledge. <laughs> what are we going to use that will make us great? Knowledge. What is it that will be the foundation of our greatness? Knowledge. What is it that will give us stable economy that will not go into poverty? Knowledge. What do we need by all means? Knowledge. That's all we need. That's number one thing that makes a man great. Genesis chapter 18 verse 19. I know him. He's going to teach his children the way of the law. So teaching is important this time around. Teaching is important. Teaching on how to be rich. Teaching on how to be great. Teaching on how to walk by the principle of the Bible. This is the time that you must open your ear to know something. Because if you don't know, you don't know. And if you don't know, you will pay heavily. If you know, you will be blessed. If you don't know, you will be fearful. If you don't know, you run a scatter. If you don't know, they will dupe you. Don't say, I don't tell you. They will dupe. If you don't know, they will dupe you. Somebody will wear white and shake and shake like this hat. And tell you that he saw God when he slept last night. And he sent him to you. And he will dupe you. Blessing does not favor those people that are poor in knowledge. That is the truth. You must be intelligent. You must know what you are doing. And I pray that the Lord give you knowledge in Jesus name. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 14. And Daniel chapter 1 verse 4 and verse 17. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 14. We are talking about knowledge, economy, knowledge for greatness. Knowledge is important. Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 14. Okay, let's read uh, Daniel chapter 1 verse 4. Daniel chapter 1 verse 4 and verse 17. Then we move to the next one. Say, Father, give me knowledge and I will shine. Children in whom was no blemish, but were favor, skillful in all wisdom, cunning in knowledge, and understanding signs, and such as had ability in them to stand in king's palace, and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. People that are quick to understand things. Not people that we sit for five minutes and they are tired. People that can grasp knowledge. Choose them for them to walk in the palace. Verse 17. Put on verse 17. Daniel chapter 1 verse 17. Look at what it says. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge, skill in all learning and wisdom. God gave them knowledge and skill in understanding. Point to your neighbor and say, may the Lord give you knowledge. May the Lord give you understanding. May the Lord give you knowledge. May you be great through knowledge in the mighty name of Jesus. So many years ago, when we wanted to start, start this ministry, the Lord asked me to go and meet Reverend Sam. And he asked me one question. He said, have you noticed the way ministry were rising and falling? I said, yes. He said, you notice that those who that choose knowledge, they are stable in ministry. But those who that choose power, they go up and they come down. He said, why is it that it's only the churches of those people that went to school, that are graduates, that are having sustainable growth over the years. 20 years, 30 years, they are stable. And from day one, he pointed me to the fact that knowledge is important for stability and greatness. And I'm giving it to you this morning. You cannot be great if you hate knowledge. Knowledge and understanding will be your stability. I pray you will not fall into poverty in Jesus' name. Say with me, knowledge and understanding. 
Okay, number two things that give back to greatness is by faith. Believing in risk. Willingness to take risk or step of faith. Whichever way you want to put you can put it. I'm done to her this morning. You cannot see all that you need to see before you move. The just must walk by faith. This is not a time to take caution. This is not a time to be looking for freedom or to be looking for security. Security is meant for those people that are not secure. You are already secure in Christ. So take risk. Do business. If God instructs to go out and you have just 2,000 in your pocket and you want to use it to buy fuel, use it to buy fuel. Take risk. If you don't take risk, you cannot be rich. If you don't take risk, you will be poor. All through the Bible, God only blesses those people that are willing to take the risk of faith. Permit me to use the word risk of faith. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. That means without risk. You have to take some risk. You have to take some risk for you to be blessed. You need to establish businesses that you are not even sure of. You can't have all the knowledge when you are starting. There are some knowledge you are going to learn after you have made some mistake. But it will worth it. It will be good for you. You must be willing not to sit on the fence, but to be willing to be adventurous and to do something that will bring blessing to you. And I pray you are going to take step of faith in Jesus' name. Luke chapter 5 verse 4. After Jesus has finished speaking, he said, take your nets and let it down for an affair. Do something now. And Peter did it. And he encountered great miracle. You too, you are going to encounter great miracle in Jesus' name. John chapter 11 verse 39. He said, I have told you before, if you believe you are going to see the blessing, the glory of God. He said, take away the stone. Take away the stone. Take away the stone or obstacle. Let's see it. Take away the stone. Let's face the music. Let's conduct the fire. This is not a time that you have to wear the shoe that size you. You have to wear a shoe that is bigger than you. So that you can grow. And I pray this season, you are going to use it to grow in Jesus name. Matthew chapter 14 verse 28 to 30. Peter said, if you are the one that is calling me, ask me to walk on the water. And Jesus said, walk on water. Some of you here will walk on water. You are not saying me again. Okay, you will do the impossible. You will be employers of labor. You will get to a season you will never lack money again. Are you saying amen very well? But you have to take risk. You must take risk. Don't be cautious. Take risk. I'm not saying you should live a reckless life. But take a step of faith that will lead to greatness. Nobody can be great without step of faith. Esther chapter 4 verse 16. I read it on Wednesday. She said, if I perish, I perish. Fast for me. I will dare the impossible. I'm going to do the impossible. I'm going to move out and see the king for favor. And I will get favor. These are days that when you are going out, you are saying, I'm sure I will get miracle today. I will be blessed today. I will not be standard today. And I pray you will not be standard in the name of Jesus. I love First Samuel chapter 17, verse 32 to 37. For emphasis sake, let's read it. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 32 to 37. I know you have read it several times. But I want you to look at the boy David. How he took the risk of fighting Goliath. And the Lord used that risk to promote him. Somebody here in our midst will be promoted. Somebody here will be blessed. Somebody here will use this CC to move up. Somebody here will enjoy unusual promotion. Somebody's effort will be open. Somebody will be connected in Jesus' name. I have prayed for you this morning. I'm free praying for you. This season, you are going to buy lands. You will buy cars. You will own petrol station. In the mighty name of Jesus. And it will be easy for you in Jesus' name. I want to read these verses to encourage you. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 32. 
And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight this Philistine. Let me tell your neighbor, say, Don't be afraid because of well. I can solve that problem. We can solve that problem. Talk to your wife, talk to your husband, and say, Don't be afraid because of the fuel problem. It's a simple issue. I will solve the problem for you. <laughs> Come on, shout hallelujah. You know, when David started talking like this, his eldest brother said, You are stupid. I know you. I, from the day they give it to you, I know you were a mistake. It was miscalculation that brought you here. You know the way David talked? He was a man that is given to boldness without fear. Rudy, handsome, happy. Always looking at the possibility of life. There is nothing that is too big for him to dare. He saw Goliath yelling and shouting. He said, who is this man? They told him he's a great man. He said, yes, I'll be great too. I will fight him. And he got to king and said, let no man's heart fail him because of the glad. Your servant will go and fight. We need brave men, brave women that will take action this time around. We know people that will be able to absorb risk, take responsibility and move up. And so said to David, Thou art not able to go against the Philistine to fight him. For thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard, and smote him. And slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. Seeing he had defied the armies of the living God. I feel God is talking to somebody. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion, out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of the Philistine. And so said, Unto David, go and the Lord be with you. As you go out this week, the Lord will be with you. You will enjoy opportunity. Doors will open for you. Your hand will be blessed. Your direction will be blessed. Your steps will be blessed. In this country, you will not be frustrated. Say amen three times. Calculation, trying to be very careful, can never make you a hero. It is by taking risk, by daring the possible, that you become who God wants you to be. You must expand and move up. You have to step up. Coronavirus came, you survive it. Cascasty came, you survive it. This one, you will survive it in Jesus' name. It will make you better in the mighty name of Jesus. Anything that you want to achieve in life, anything that is noble that you must achieve in life, you have to take certain risks to achieve it. Some of you, even this year, before the end of this year, you are going to buy another car. And when people see you, and I say, you are buying car this time. You say, yes, I'm going to buy a car. I need one. And you'll be relaxed with it. Because God that provided that money will help you to fuel it. Some of you this year, this year, before the end of this year, you are going to own another businesses. Because as God is giving you idea, you are going to take action. And the Lord will bless you with it in the name of Jesus. If your chances are slim and you discover also that in other area the chances is just none, nothing about opportunity, go with the one that is slim. If your chances of survival, of making profit in any venture is very slim,
Don't say because of that you are not going to do it. Still do it. Do the little thing that you can do. If I go to the office today or go to the farm today, will I be blessed? I'll be blessed. If I don't go, will I be blessed? I cannot be blessed at all. Let me go. I'll be blessed. Let's be like Ruth. Let me go out today and walk in the field in whose sight I will find favor. Don't say because of a fear or lack of fear. You will stay at home. If you stay at home, hunger will kill you. This is the time to take risk. Go to wherever you feel you need to go to work and bring in harvest. Because this season, the Lord will bless the work of your hand. Somebody said, and I believe him, he said, it is better to be a lion for one day than to be a sheep. Somebody that is doing nothing for the rest of your life. Dear something. Dear, you have been procrastinating. I want to do business. I want to do business. I want to do business. Now you don't have escape route. If you don't do business, you're not able to buy fuel. Do business now. Take a step of faith. I want to do something. I want to do something. But I'm okay now. I'm comfortable. Now you are no longer comfortable. You are no longer comfortable. Do it. There's a seed inside you. There's a God inside you. There's an idea inside you. That God has been whispering to your ear that you should do. And you are saying it is money. Do it without money now. Do it without money. Do something without money. Take a step of faith. Because if I preach to you beginning from now and the end of the year. And you are not taking any step. Unbeliever will be better than us. God will only bless those people that are taking step of faith. Even if you, we, we sing, we pray, we shout, and we are doing nothing, nothing will happen. In 2 Kings chapter 4, there was a woman whose husband died because of poverty. And they want to take the two sons as slaves. You have read this several times. The man of God says, the little oil that you have in your hand, go and take risk with it. Pour it into empty vessels. And God is speaking to you today. You have little cash. You have little land. You have little car. You have little opportunity. You have little blessing. That little blessing that you have. You have little knowledge. Maybe your own, your own passion is even teaching. This is the time to teach it easily. Stop holding it. Whatever the Lord has put in your mind to do. And you have a desire to do it. Do it now. With all diligence. Believing God for a reward. And the Lord will reward you abundantly in the name of Jesus. If you are not taking any step, don't ask God for any blessing. Write down on your notes. If you are not taking any step of faith, don't come here and say, I'm praying for blessing. If you are not taking and you are not doing anything, don't ask God for any blessing. Don't say God, fuel is expensive. God will ask you what you need fuel for. You are not doing anything now. But if you have a work that you are doing, I stand here under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The Lord will bless the work of your hand. Amen. The time of just guarding people to pray without doing any work is gone. This is the time where you must know what you are doing and take a step of faith. Take a step of faith and the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Number three way to become great is by multiplication. Don't live an average life. Multiply. Blossom. Increase mightily. Multiply. Whatever God has given to you, multiply it. John chapter 6 verse 23. Jesus gave thanks. We are a multiplied bread. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I thank you. I can't hear you very well. Some of you are not saying it very well. Oh. Say, let your blessing upon my life be multiplied in the name of Jesus. If you are thanking God for what you have, it will multiply them. Thanksgiving is the one secret to multiplication. Number two secret of multiplication is in number chapter 14 verse 28. Number chapter 14 verse 28. As I hear them say my hearing. That's what I have done to them. Never you say there is no money. You don't multiply anything by complaining. 
or by saying the negative whatever you are saying this season is prophetic don't complain don't murmur don't say there is lack use your mouth to prophesy good things say unto them as truly as i live said the lord as you have spoken in my ears so will i do unto you speak to someone say god will multiply you god will bless you abundantly god will give you overflowing grace you will not lack resources you will not lack fuel you will not lack resources you will not lack connection you will not lack job all the days of your life you shall be blessed consultancy will come to you people will consult you for job are you saying amen very well this is the time for you to use your mouth rightly so that the Lord can multiply your blessing keep the bad thing to yourself don't spill it out keep prophesying keep saying good thing keep saying good thing to yourself and to your life in 2nd King chapter 4 verse 6 the Bible says the oil stop multiplying when they say there is no more vessel. Whatever blessing God is giving to you, the moment you start complaining, he stop. The oil stop when they say there is no more vessel. What you are saying, the angels are listening to it. This is the best time to move to spiritual mode and begin to prophesy abundance, prophesy good things, prophesy greatness, prophesy increase. Don't say there is no money. There is money everywhere. There is money everywhere. And there is greatness everywhere. God can make anybody great. You are the testimony of prof. You said these people, they are, they are kid. They are what? Ghetto. Ghetto means what? Slum. Slum kid. Slum kid. If you hear some people's testimony, you will mafu. There is nobody that cannot be great. There is somebody I'm looking at right now. You are going to become great this year. Are you the person that will become great? Greatness is everywhere. I can see greatness in you. I can see greatness around you. Look at your name. I see you can become great. I see greatness in you. I see greatness around you. You cannot become small. You cannot be complaining. If you are complaining, who will not be complaining in Nigeria? You are bigger than this rice. Come and shout hallelujah. You multiply your blessing by prophesying positive things. As you are going out in the morning, keep thinking about multiplication. Keep thinking about increase. Keep thinking about blessing. Keep thinking about how God will multiply your income. A thousand times more. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 11. May the God of your father bless you and make you a thousand times more than you are right now. And the Lord will do it for you in Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you a thousand times more than you are today. May your income not only be double, but be in hundred times in the name of Jesus. Are you saying amen very well? I know some of you you are finding it difficult to believe but i'm praying for you today that whatever represents the tenth of your income or your salary it will later become your tithes it will raise you to power 10 in the mighty name of jesus it will give you capacity to make more money in the name of jesus christ in the name of jesus christ Greatness come by multiplication. Greatness come by multiplication. So we are going to pray that God will multiply us. We will thank him for multiplication. That's why I was happy when we were dancing this morning. Because he said, let the people praise thee. Then the heart shall yield our increase. God shall bless us. Our whole God shall bless us. And all the hand of the heart shall fear him. I'm trusting God for a fearful blessing. Psalm 67 verse 3 to 6. The Lord will bless you fearfully in the name of Jesus. Psalm 67. Psalm 67 verses 3 to 5. Let's read it quickly. He said, let the people praise thee. So you are praising him. 
for him to multiply whatever God has given to you. You have 1,000. You have 2,000. You have 10,000. But you wake up in the morning. You start praising him fearfully. The Bible says he will multiply you. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nation upon the heart. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the heart yield our increase. And God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us. And all the head of the heart shall fear him. Can you say to somebody, God shall bless us. In abundant grace church, God shall bless us. Some of you are not saying, say, God shall bless us. And all our neighbors here shall fear him. In the mighty name of Jesus. For one prosperity to prosperity. For one testimony to testimony. For one dedication to another dedication. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. Amen. I know that Abraham's I surely become a great and mighty nation. And all the end of the heart shall be blessed through him. How do you become a blessing? Through knowledge. You know what others do not know. That was the first thing that I mentioned. True knowledge. So seek knowledge. Let God speak to you in the night. Let God speak to you in the morning. True knowledge. You are not just here clapping hand. You are also here with your brain. Quick to learn something. And as somebody is discussing, you are picking information that is relevant for your lifting. You are connecting. You are connecting. Knowledge that will guarantee money. Knowledge. You are sharing knowledge. Let's share knowledge now. Economic knowledge. I was just thinking this morning that the women, most times they say, why is it men? You are always talking about money. Thank God we've been talking about money. You are talking about, we need money. Because we are the one that will provide for a subsidy. We need it. We need to know. We need knowledge. To rule in this economy, you need knowledge. And we must know. And please, I'm encouraging all of you. Don't run away. Don't run away from men's meeting. Don't run away from women's meeting. This is the best time for you to know. If you don't know, you are in trouble. And if you have any question to ask, ask in the church. They will give you freely. They will give you freely. One man says, to cheat people out to make money this time around, is collecting 250,000 per hour. 250,000 per hour. A trained medical doctor is teaching people how to do business. He will just teach them Second uh, Kings chapter 4, verses 1 to 7. He has been teaching that for a long time. And people are paying him. How to retire rich. 250,000 power. He said he was invited into Canada to come and teach. And when they were lined up, they look at his face because his, his face looks so hard. Like a Mugo type. And he's in Nigeria. And they asked him to step aside. So I sit down. Then the guest started questioning him, who are you? He said, I'm a medical doctor. I come from a family of doctors. All my children are doctors. They are doing this. He said, start bragging. So that the lady can calm down. He said, I teach people how to be rich. I've come to this country to help you build your capacity because you are poor. He said, people in my country, they pay me per hour if I want to speak to them. Supposed to pay me because I know what you don't know. He said, the woman say, I, I supposed to pay you. You can be going. Just be going. But some people, they will store them at the airport and they will prostrate They will repatriate you. Just send you back home. Because you don't know anything. This is the time to know. This is the time to share. This is the time to be intelligent. If you see anybody that is successful, ask him for the information more than the money. That's what you need. You need the business connection right now. You need church. You need people that you can trust that will share their secrets. 
you know we say everybody is failing well there is nobody that is enjoying this country is a lie some are enjoying the country and number two you need to take a step of faith where god is leading you after you have had everything either in men's meeting or women's meeting and god is telling you go and produce perfume you need to take a step of faith don't say we will buy perfume just listen to what god is teaching you this is the best time to take risk the best time and number three you need to multiply whatever blessing god has given to you so that poverty will not catch up with you stand on your feet stand on your feet right now surely you are going to become a great and a mighty nation raise your hands to heaven say father impart me with knowledge give me wisdom that will make me stable that will make me great that will make me rich i need knowledge that will stabilize my economy in the mighty name of jesus i need knowledge that will take me to the realm of a consultant that will take me to the realm where people will pay me to hear me in the mighty name of jesus whatever you are doing god can increase you lord give me wisdom the bible says, out of his mouth flow wisdom and knowledge i need knowledge that comes from you lord impart me with supernatural wisdom and knowledge i don't want to be ignoramus i don't want to be foolish give me knowledge on this economy i need knowledge i need wisdom i need understanding in the mighty name of jesus lord give me knowledge if you are praying for it god is releasing it to you even while you are sleeping god will be teaching you what to do how to manage life how to increase lord give me knowledge seek understanding get wisdom with all your getting lord give me knowledge give me wisdom in the mighty name of jesus i don't know how to go about it lord open my eyes let me see what i do not know the bible says arise and shine for your light has come your knowledge has come lord give me knowledge that will help me to shine this time in the mighty name of jesus open my eyes to know what i do not know he said call upon me and i will show you mighty thing that you have not known lord show me what i have not known there are things i do not know lord show me and help me let me know more things lord that i have not known give me knowledge that will make me great if you pray very well god is imparting you with knowledge right now god is imparting you with knowledge lord give me knowledge that will make me great in the name of jesus supernatural knowledge in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayed raise your two hands to heaven say father i receive spirit of boldness i receive spirit of boldness i will not be fearful i receive grace to take risk in accordance to my faith in the name of jesus i will not be timid i will start the business i will start the venture i will be blessed in the name of jesus grace to start what you want me to start i receive grace to do it in the name of jesus go ahead and tell god you are going to register your company you are going to be blessed this is the time to move forward you will open a teaching online whatever god lay into your heart whatever connection god is giving you lord i receive grace in the name of jesus to be great in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayed open your eyes let's take some calculative risk right, right now what are you expecting by the end of this year faith is about expectation not just hope what are you expecting where do you want to be you have known what first subsidy is all about it's about 300 naira per liter upon every ton of fuel that you use so that means if you are going to survive your expectation is that you must be able to generate that money by yourself government say i cannot pay you again for it if you want to live a good life generate the money or you stay at home stay at home or you ride bicycle or you walk that's what they are saying you want to ride a car you want to be under ac work for that money and use your money to buy the fuel and i'm praying for you you will not go down 
you will not sell your car. You will rather move up. Raise your hands to heaven. I can do this thing. God is in me to do it. The help of God is available to me. I will not be stranded. I do not expect myself to be stranded. The wisdom of God is in me. Yes, I can buy even many more cars. And live a stable life. In the name of Jesus. I expect myself to be able to fill my tank. And live a life of blessing. You are trusting God for a car. Yes, I can still buy a car this season. I can still build house this season. In the name of Jesus. It does not matter what is happening. I will move higher. I will not go down. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. How many people are going up here this morning? You know you are not going down. Stand on your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. Don't be tired. Say, I am not going down. I am going up. God told me something I can never forget when I was doing the transformer. He said, you don't stay on the status quo for life. It's either you are going up or you are going down. Anything that you are doing that will make you to go up, keep doing it. Even when you don't know how to do it, keep saying, God, help me. I've just paid for the application for the transformer. And one of my tenants called me and said, don't do it, oh. You will spend more money. And I called Uncle Kwe. I said, stop it. He said, pastor, too late. We have already paid for the application. We can't stop. And I was praying in the study room. Not knowing what will happen. And God told me, do you want to remain on the same level? If that thing will increase the standard of living in the church, do it. You do not become great by staying on the same level. You become great by taking a conscious step to move up. Even when it is fearful, you must take that step. Some of you have been too comfortable. And thank God they increased the fuel. So you become uncomfortable so that you can become great. This season, the Lord will use it to move you higher. Amen. The mighty name of Jesus. It's always good for you to face the reality. If your salary cannot buy fuel, it's no longer a salary. It's an honorarium for another salary. That's the truth. That means your salary is an honorarium. They are just giving you for it's an honorarium. It's not a salary. We are just giving you for showing up, please. Honorarium. You know how we give honorarium to people that come to minister. So that means your salary is an there are some of you that are collecting money. You think that your money is salary. It's not salary, it's honorarium. <laughs> so raise your hand up say this is my season this is my hour I receive grace for multiplication in the mighty name of Jesus nothing will die in my hand I don't know how blessed you are but it does not matter how small your blessing is. May the Lord multiply it. Nothing will die in my hand. Nothing will die in my hand. Multiplication. I hate poverty. Nothing will die in my hand. In the name of Jesus. Nothing will die in my Not under my watch. My business will not die. My children will not die. My prosperity will not go down. Open your mouth and declare. That's what bring multiplication. I command multiplication upon my resources. In the name of Jesus. 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 In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. When they are mentioning great people in this country, you be among them. How many great people are here? Oh, put your hand upon your head. Say, I'm one of the great people in this country. Lord, anoint me for I'm not ordinary. Other people may be ordinary. I am not ordinary. I am a great child of God. I have a great destiny. Some of you are not even praying. You know, it's only the rich that pray more when they are talking about prosperity. I am not small. I refuse to be small. My destiny is great. I shall be great. I will not be small in the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing will push me into poverty line. In the name of Jesus, 
I am blessed. And because I am blessed, I shall be great in this land in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Open your eyes. If God can raise people from ghetto, you say you call it ghetto, slums, and took them round. If God can raise somebody without father, father, and took him around the world. If God can raise people that have bad destiny and bless them, it does not matter where you are right now. Whether you have parents or you don't have parents, God will raise you up. The same God that raised Joseph, he will raise you up. The same God that raised Moses, he will raise you up. The same God that helped Esther, he will help you. The same God that has raised Ruth, he will raise you up. The same God that raised Joseph, he will raise you up. Now, I don't know where you are, but somehow you have been saying, I don't have trust in God. But I want you to put your trust in him this morning. Take that risk. Take that risk. Commit your life into his hand. And tell him, Lord, you can take me higher. You can make me great. In my father's house, there's nobody that is great. But Lord, let me be great in my father's house. Close your eyes and pray that prayer. In my father's house, nobody's using car. They all complain about poverty. But Lord, in my father's house, make me a great personality. I am determined this morning not to be a small person. Other people are small. All of them are poor. But me in my father's house, raise me up and make me a great personality. You have to talk to him this morning. Lord, don't let me be small. Other may be small, but I refuse to be small. Other may be begging, I refuse to beg. Other may be under, I refuse to be under. I've made up my mind to become a great person. And I'll be great in the name of Jesus. Wherever I may be, I'll be great. I'm committing my life into your hand. This season, Lord, make me great in the name of Jesus. It comes with a determination. You have to take that risk and tell him, Lord, I know that people around me are small, but I refuse to be small. People around me are poor, but I refuse to be poor. People around me are begging, I refuse to beg. In the name of Jesus, with you helping me, I become a great person. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Everybody close your eyes. If today you are just committing your life to Christ, to make you great, raise your hands to heaven. You know you are, thank you for that hand. Raise it high. Raise it to him. Lord, I commit my life to your trust. Raise it high. Raise it above your head. You are taking a decision. You are taking a risk. Take it. Raise it very, very high. Let me see your hand very well. Put that hand upon your head. My life is in your hand. My life is in your hand. My life is in your hand. I will not be small. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for these lives. Thank you because we are going to make them great. They are committing themselves to you. Help them, Lord, to fulfill their potentials. Help them to become who you want them to be. In the mighty name of Jesus, where other people are mocking them, Father, make them to become great. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Let great people shout, Hallelujah! How many great destiny do we have in the house? How many people will become great in life? If you know you become great, shout hallelujah. Don't your neighbor say, Pastor is talking about me. Please be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. Sit like a great personality. Sit. Don't sit as somebody that is falling. Don't sit anyhow like a poor man. Sit well. Sit well like a great personality. Sit, sit very well. Sit, balance, balance, and sit well like a great person. Oh,
tua 